morning. Welcome to the Juice in the Morning bonus episode of the week. I know you guys are getting ready to watch some football, so we're just going to jump right into it. This week, once again, back with me is Polly from Polly Sleepers on YouTube, and he's going to give you some lineups that he's been interested in this week. How's it going, man? Oh, it's great, Justin, man. Uh, great to be on again. This has been uh, very exciting uh, for me and uh, and um, my group. So we're uh, we're forming a little team here. Shout out to uh, Jeremy Miller, the uh, new member of the uh, Polly Sleeper research team, along with Jackson Mears. And uh, we've uh, really dug into this big. We're going to give out a few lineups here and then uh, rapid fire some at the end. But we're uh, going to do some now in case uh, you just don't have time to put in last minute lineups and it is getting late. So um, we're going to have uh, Tom Brady this week with uh, Melvin Gordon, Rex Burkhead, Jeremy Macklin, Devontae Parker, Mike Evans, Tyler Croft, Brandon Cooks, and the Chargers D. We're going to do some Case Keenum. With Melvin Gordon, Jarek McKidden, um, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Tyler Croft, Rob Gronkowski, and the Chargers D. Then we're going to do uh, Cousins with Alvin Kamara, Chris Thompson, Jamison Crowder, Tyreek Hill, uh, Michael Thomas, Vernon Davis, Rex Burkhead, and the Jags D. And then uh, let's do one more right now, another Brady with Rex. Melvin Gordon, Michael Crabtree, Jamison Crowder, Bruce Ellington, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Kareem Hunt, and the Chargers D. That's It's so interesting to listen to the daily fantasy lineups because I feel like it's different every week because a lot of the players you're picking are different. And I think that that's one of the things that may make it interesting is the fact that you're not – you're not relying on the same guys every week. You're literally going for the best matchups, the best opportunity. Uh, you'll see a theme, though. Uh, a lot of players, um, uh, a lot of the same players mixed and matched within these lineups because uh, what we did this week is um, our strategy this week is the the main slate on DraftKings is 11 games, mm -hmm. and that's all the games today before the night game. Um, DraftKings is a little different than FanDuel. They've been fading uh, um, the uh, all the primetime night games. Mm -hmm. So I did do full slate uh, slate this week on uh, Poly Sleepers and Gate because they do a full slate with all fourteen games. Yeah. But anyway, we've got it down to a four team player pool with a couple other guys sprinkled in, focusing on the New England Raiders game in Mexico City, mm -hmm. um, the uh, uh, Saints game at home against the Redskins. Yeah, um, you always like the Saints at home. Yeah, the Chiefs at the uh, uh, Giants. And then uh, the Rams at the Vikings. Nice. So um, those four. So it's 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 fun this week to me because you know it's fourteen games down to eleven games down to four games. Yeah. And why not? Those are going to be the four highest scoring games. Yeah. And, and that's a, a very interesting strategy. And I think people are going to take that to heart. And actually, I think also what we've been doing with the podcast and what you're doing with the YouTube channel is getting a lot of traction. I think it's like you guys are seeing. The people that are listening and actually utilizing this are actually seeing success. So it's something that's really important for people that want to win some money and have some fun watching some fantasy football. We're on a good streak right now. Yeah. And success is based on knowing where to hit value and where to go for the studs. And this week is totally different yeah. than the weeks I've been doing. I usually don't pay up for Tom Brady. Yeah. And I usually don't pay up for Rob Gronkowski and uh, and Travis Kelsey and those big guys. I load up at wide receiver and running back. But there's so much value at, at wide receiver this week. And, uh, and just Tom Brady in a smash spot that uh, 
unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be going Brady, but um, it, it's going to be just having that right mix of a Brady lineup, and mm-hmm. I think we have a few really strong ones here. Yeah, so that leads me to a new segment that we're going to do, and we're going to do it for the remainder of the season <clears throat> that we're doing the podcast with the um, in November, and then also, you know, whenever the – I've, I've kind of thought about this lately and it, it might be um, a good time to think about cashing in and, and uh, transitioning and having a um, spinoff show of just fantasy football. So just to give you guys a heads up, uh, this is going to be listener questions. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to juice and Polly's listener question corner. All right, that's a uh, intro that I created yesterday. You guys would nice. not, you guys would not understand how hard that is to do. It's actually really, really tough. So, oh, you quit know. your whining. <laughs> we do like it though. We like the NFL films music. It's epic. Oh, yeah. It got me really juiced last week. <laughs> there you go. And I like the uh, I like the pun. So the very first question is um, going to be played right now, and then we're going to get uh, our take. And that way, you guys that are asking the questions can get to uh, making some moves in your uh, fantasy lineup. Hey, Juice, I have a question about tight end. Uh, I've got Jack Doyle and Safarius Jenkins from the Jets. They're both on a bye week this week. So my choices are Ebron from Detroit, O.J. Howard from Tampa, or Mercedes Lewis from Jacksonville. What do you think? All right, so he's got uh, Jack Doyle and Austin Safarian Jenkins from the Jets. Um, So what are your thoughts on Ebron, uh, O.J. Howard, or Mercedes Lewis from Jacksonville? Uh, Slam dunk here, Mercedes Lewis. Um, Weather game, Jacksonville-Cleveland, probably an ugly game. Good tight end game. (laughs) And he also has a great matchup. I actually said earlier in the year that I probably won't recommend him all year because he had a three-touchdown game in London. Oh, wow. And uh, his previous two seasons totals are three touchdowns for a season. Yeah. A whole season. So he had a whole season in a week. And that's just so unlikely, but he does have a just cush matchup, and those other guys are very unreliable. So that's Mercedes Lewis this week, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Um, Eric, is it Eric Ebron? Ebron has like been the guy that I feel like they every year say, "Oh, he's going to blow up this year. He's going to have, have a he's huge had year." Every opportunity this year, and just is not good at football. Yeah. He's just looking to insurance or car sales or something like that. I yeah. mean, uh, Danny uh, Fells is their other tight end that ends up getting the touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, when you think, okay, here it is, here, here we go, he'll drop it and then they'll throw it to Fells. And <laughs> Fells has had two two-touchdown games. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, Ebron is just horrible. O.J. Howard can blow up and get two catches for 90 yards and a touchdown, but if he doesn't do that, he gets nothing. Exactly. So thanks for the question, Kevin. I appreciate it. And then we're going to move on to the next one. Um <clears throat> Hey guys, it's Andrew from the Monday American. Uh, had a quick um, pig squint, pigskin question for you. Uh, I've got Brady and I've got Jared Goff, and I'm wondering uh, who I should play, given the fact that Goff has uh, seven touchdowns and almost 700 yards with no interceptions in the last two weeks. Want to see your guys' thoughts on that, and also just a, uh, a side question. Um, that's not directly related to fantasy football, but it is football. Why do you think um, God favors Clemson football so much? You know, I almost feel guilty about it. Love to hear your thoughts on that, too. 
Thanks, guys. What was that last part? Why does Why does God favor Clemson football so much? <laughs> to me, I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard I haven't heard a whole lot about Clemson. I'm a Notre Dame guy, so they've uh, let us down a couple of times recently. I mean, with the Miami just getting the ass beating delivered to Notre Dame, um, but with Clemson, you know. I, I think they're a team that's always strong and always fun to watch, and they always seem to have a good defense. But you know what? Uh, I think God favors quite a few teams, and I'm not sure Clemson's one of those. But uh, thanks for the question, Andrew. Um, but what what do you think about um, Jared Goff or Tom Brady this week? I mean, Jared Goff has been the hot hand. I mean, he's thrown a lot of touchdowns and no interceptions, lots of yards. He definitely has. Um, but – his monster games have been in plus matchups mm-hmm. and actually in tough matchups, which the Vikings can be a tough matchup. Um, he hasn't done as well. I mean, having said that, I think he will do well this week. And King Goffrey is going off right now. Yeah. Um, shout out to the fantasy footballers they, <laughs> that are, who've got me really you know, more pumped about this and they have fun with it. And that's who they call Jared Goff. Um, but you've got to go with Brady this week. Um, I mean, four hundred coming off a bye too. Yeah, right? four hundred yard uh, and four hundred and four touchdown potential. I mean, having said that, it's Belichick. So I mean, they've been practicing yeah. at high altitude all week. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear about this? I did not. They stayed in in Denver. They had a game in Denver. Yeah, and they stayed there. They've been practicing there all week at mm-hmm. high altitude at sixty five hundred feet because that game is in Mexico City at 7,200 feet. Oh, okay. So that's why their team and their coach is smarter than yours. <laughs> so, I mean... And, and, I hate Belichick, but he is a fucking genius. Oakland's out in California, not practicing at high altitude, and yeah. um, it's going to be a shootout. So, I mean, they both have huge, huge potential, but uh, with uh, Goffrey on the road... Um, and, and Brady, um, does, I mean, I don't, that's a neutral site. I mean, yeah. it probably will favor the Raiders, but that's shootout potential. Got to go with Brady. And I'm sure there is some sort of research out there that, you know, states that when Bell checks off a bye, they, they usually kill the other team because he has yeah. an extra week of preparation yeah. against that team. There's another one like the, that this week, actually, the the Chiefs at the Giants, and the mm-hmm. Giants have just given up on football. Um, <laughs> Andy Reid is 16-2 and two in his career yeah. uh, coming off a bye. Okay. So, so I mean, that's, he, that's important. he will find time to, uh, to, you know, think about how to exploit your weaknesses. But I would say Tom Brady there all the way. So we're going with Tom Brady, Andrew. Thank you for the question. And uh, definitely, guys, take a listen to the Monday American. Um, it's a great podcast about history. And uh, your boy Juice was on that podcast as a uh, interview. So check it out. At least download that episode and hear me talk about things on there. Um, this is the the next question. Hey, Fantasy Pros. This is James from Live Lift Game. I like I that he called us pros. Not only am I versing the only girl in our league, but she has one of the best records. And my question is if I should play Russell Wilson versus uh, Atlanta at home or Alex Smith on the road against the New York Giants. Also, when it comes to playoffs, I'm struggling for running backs. So I was wondering, I have Leonard Fournette, and also Isaiah Crowell. I was wondering if maybe I should trade one of these top quarterbacks away for another another running back when it comes crunch time. Thanks for your help. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for the question, James from Live Lift Game. He has a uh, Twitch channel where you can follow him uh, playing video games, and then also he has an Instagram where he has inspira- inspiring quotes and also videos. So check that out. But um, 
hey, it's 2017. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean she can't win the fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> and and your your wife plays against. Uh, you too, right? Oh yeah, and yeah. she's she's in our league. So, and my wife is one of the uh, top top players in the league. She's actually got the best record. Yeah, so her team's better than yours. Exactly. <laughs> well, I I'm hey, I'm number two. All right. Um, so we've got kind of a, uh, a kind of a dynasty going on in the family right now. Um, <clears throat> so he's wanting to know about Russell Wilson. Um, at is it no, at home versus at uh, home against Atlanta, Atlanta or the uh, Alex, Alex Smith, Smith on the road, road against New York? So I was just talking about talking up Alex Smith and mm-hmm. and, and Andy Reid and his game planning. Having said that, that's going to be a weather game with maybe gusts up to forty five miles an hour. And I, uh, you know, I watched the weather and, and faded. That's uh, important. Three or four weather games a few weeks ago, and it helped us a lot yeah. to get all the pass catchers and all the. Uh, uh, um, quarterbacks out of those games and the other uh, weather games this week are um, Chicago and Baltimore and um, uh, uh, Jacksonville and Cleveland Mm -hmm. and um, there's other one other one Detroit I think is weather this week yeah yeah, Detroit Chicago yeah and Um, and you know the the Giants have stunk or Baltimore, Chicago. The yes. Giants have stunk, but you gotta. I mean, you're you're factoring in the odds here. Like the weather is a, is an important thing. Like if you're if the wind is gusting at 45 miles per hour and you're throwing a football, you're not going to be throwing that that far. The the answer to the question uh, is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go with Wilson at home. Because of that weather game, yeah. I look for reasons to fade guys. And Alex Smith, I mean, he definitely has blow-up potential too. But um, also, Wilson has no running game to speak of yep. whatsoever. And um, their secondary just got decimated. They lost Richard Sherman. Cam Chancellor is now out for the season oh, wow. too. The, um, Earl Thomas just came back last week from uh, injury and isn't 100%. So wow, so they're going to be having yeah. to like try to outscore the guys. Yeah, so they they don't have a defense that could keep uh, Atlanta off the field, yep. and they don't have a running game. So that means lots of Russell Wilson and the game on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and he'll deliver. I think. I and also for the trade question, yes, you definitely have to trade one of those guys for a running back. Absolutely. Um, I would ask if you're in uh, standard or PPR, but if you're in standard, definitely okay, definitely get rid of Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, because Duke Johnson takes all his PPR uh, out of there, so definitely look to replace him. And uh, I would look to trade Russell Wilson because I think he's going to have higher trade value. And last week I talked about fantasy playoff schedules, and Alex Smith's fantasy playoff schedule is juicy. (laughs) So um, I think uh, Wilson will get you more, and you should definitely look to to uh, trade him for a running back and uh, look to play him this week. So this week we're going with Russell Wilson over Alex Smith. Um, go ahead and try that out. I, I firmly believe in uh, Polly's take on that. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I could see possibly happening is you getting screwed by the fantasy football gods and uh, Alex Smith saying, fuck your weather and just throwing for four touchdowns. It could totally happen. <laughs> yeah. And I hate saying things like a lock because I think the first question I was like, oh, this is a lock. Mercedes yeah. Lewis. But yeah. OJ Howard might have three for 70 and a touchdown and the guy will be like, I'm never listening to exactly. Exactly. But uh, thank you, James, from Live Lift Game. Uh, check him out on Instagram. It's Live Lift Game. Um, but thanks for the question. I appreciate it. Um, and I think that you have a chance to win this week if you uh, start Russell Wilson. Um, the next question coming to you now. Hey, uh, this is Brian. <laughs> big fan of the show. I wanted to um, ask old Polly a question. Uh, I really enjoy the poly sleepers. Um, but if you're in a keeper league, uh, who would you say the top quarterback is to 
keep, or would you keep a quarterback, for that matter? Now, I know Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, they're pretty good, but, yeah, who would you keep? Thanks. So, that that's a question. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brian Titus. We know Titus very well. Yep. He's a fr- uh, we're both friends with Titus, and uh, um, Titus is awesome. He's my brother. I love him. Uh, but I do have to mention that he got kicked out of our league of record <laughs> um, because Ty- uh, Titus can you know be known to um, maybe sleep in a little bit, and not get that lineup in, <laughs> and we have a very competitive league. And then um, so <laughs> people um, will lose their flipping mind if you don't. <laughs> start your players but i love titus and one thing i love about him is you know so many people text nowadays but he will definitely pick up the phone and call you yep. or listen or talk to you on the phone when you call which i like um the answer to that question i think depends on a couple different factors if you're a 12 team league quarterbacks become more valuable so yep. yes uh, tom brady and aaron Rodgers would be keepers the other part of it would be are there multiple keepers because to keep a quarterback i'm gonna want to have a top top wide receiver or running yeah. back that i'm keeping and keep them for a second mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't keep just one one keep that player and it'd be them yeah. and then the other thing is is um this is a really good question because i've been in different keeper leagues and our league of record that brian is no longer in <laughs> um is a keeper league now and um i've looked back and seen um the previous championship winners because I, I haven't won it yet I've, yeah. I've been it's like seven years long and wow. i've been in it for six years i went to the like finals like three years yeah. in a row but i got beat every year <laughs> the buffalo bills of that league um but or the peyton um, manning of the uh, uh of the league of Record. i'm in first place in it this year so far <laughs> um, but anyway um um, I would I would looked back and saw like the guys that have won. Do they have the top or one of the top quarterbacks on that championship team? If so, you got to look at okay, our league. You need a top quarterback to win it. If you go back and look and see like, well, wow, the winner had you know Marcus Mariota, or the yeah. winner had. Uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor, then you could go, you know what? Yeah, I don't need to keep a quarterback. Yeah. I could probably just stream. Uh, and, you know, streaming's always an option. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in my mind, when you're when you're wanting to keep somebody in a keeper league, I don't participate in any keeper leagues. But, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, you know, and Tom Brady, both of those guys are getting a little bit older. And I did see an ESPN um, magazine article that was like, you know, is Tom Brady going to be playing into his 50s? Yeah. Which, you know, he firmly believes that it's something that could be possibly done. I don't believe in it. I think he's going to break. I think he said 45 now. <laughs> I, think, I think he's he's backed off that yeah. a little bit. That's a great answer. And, and I was thinking that, um, you know, if that's the case, you definitely would want to look at who's guys some, like who's Deshaun Watson yeah. and Carson Wentz. Yep. And guys like this are coming up. And yep. Wentz is just producing at an unprecedented rate right now so maybe those guys would have more value yeah. and, and and again if if i had somebody else too i mean definitely get i have a young team if it's a keeper or a dynasty league and you can keep mm-hmm. somebody multiple seasons tom brady and aaron Rodgers are getting old yeah, so yeah exactly and and then like just to, to like piggyback off of that how do you like you need to get your team to work on this and i need to talk with john because what is it? What are the odds or the stats on a guy in the first year having a, a season-ending injury? Do they bounce back the next year when it's the first year because they're still young, they're still like able to heal, or does that kind of yeah. derail them? And Talk then, about Deshaun Watson, yeah, yeah, because he might not play till much later in the season next year. I mean, look at yeah. Teddy Bridgewater might come back soon, yeah. 
and it's been a while. He's yeah. been out. So, uh, so do you think that's yeah. going to like slow them down? If- it could be. It could be. I mean, yeah. If Deshaun Watson was healthy, uh, I mean, he might be in keeper status. Yeah, uh, but maybe not. He's had a pretty had a pretty bad injury. Well, thank you for the question, Titus. Boy, I appreciate it. I hope that helps uh, your future. I love you, Titus. <laughs> Hey, Juice in the Morning. This is Rob Caird. My matchup this week is going to be a tough one, so any extra help is appreciated. Blaine Gabbert is starting this week at Arizona for the QB position since Drew Stanton got hurt. My question is, should I start Larry Fitzgerald or Detroit's wide receiver Marvin Jones? Jones only uh, had 2.7 points for me last week, but the three previous games that he played he was able to put up some good numbers. So, again, any help would be appreciated. Thanks, guys. All right. So, first of all, Blaine Gabbert. The, did you see the Barstool um, Sports just quick little blog that was like, no. you know, describing – they were describing a player and they had um, a picture and it was the number seven on the uh, 49ers chest and they were like um, – they were saying, you know, look, Arizona picked up the, you know, the best quarterback. They started like doing a bunch of stats and stuff and, and you're, you're led to believe throughout the whole article that they signed Kaepernick. And then they like show the full picture, and they're like, "And Blaine Gabbert is now a starting quarterback again." It's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, probably, yeah, taking a little jab at the fact that, like, you know, <laughs> is is Kaepernick better than some? Yeah, he's yeah. better than some of but, these guys. Um, but anyways, the the question is, um, Blaine Gabbert starting for the uh, the injured Carson Palmer. Um, and Drew Stanton. Did Drew Stanton get hurt too? And that's yeah, why yeah. Gabberton? Okay, yeah. so. So Gabbert wasn't good enough to beat out Drew Stanton for the backup job. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think the question was is, do you start Fitz or, or Jones? Or, or yeah. Jones, yeah. Um, so Fitz. Um, uh, his road splits um, are, are really weird, uh, like Ben's road splits and passing and Breeze at home passing. Uh, his road splits are actually like 12 fantasy points less on the road. Yeah. But he is going up against the best matchup and pro football focus who John's with, and that's yep. Jackson, looks into them all the time. Um, they, they, you know, they look at these, they look at these things and rank these, uh, guys and Fitz plays out of the slot, which mm. really makes it hard for some of these cornerbacks that don't play slot. And their cor- cornerback is the worst rated, uh, cornerback for Houston Texans. Oh, wow. Um, uh, and Blaine Gabbert, <laughs> he, he, I mean, I actually thought about playing him in, in day, in daily oh, really? and, and faded him, but I mean, he rushes for like 60 yards a game. Um, he averaged like 20 fantasy points his last 13 starts. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, because of that rushing but he also dinks and dunks and that favors fits so especially in a ppr league you got to go fits and also the aforementioned weather detroit at the bears the Bears play tough at home marvin jones has an okay matchup he's also done his disappearing act maybe yeah. i talked about it last week on either my show time, or your show he, I mean, he kills me because i've i've had i've had um golden tate all year okay so you probably and, know more about jones God, than I do. And, and marvin just he, he'll he'll do those you know they call it vulturing scores for like running backs i don't know what you would call it with a wide receiver just like kind of like taking over the game and not really leaving any uh, any of the uh, leftovers to your other wide receivers but there have been times where I've seen I mean Marvin Jones the eye test looks like the better receiver than Golden Tate like I mean he just looks yeah. more athletic yeah. he lo- I but mean, Tate he, plays in the slot they moved exactly. him back into the slot this year yep. which is where he's thrived he's been the feasting best before. on it and 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 that's uh, speaks to Fitz too. And Marvin Jones can have a big game, but I mean, with the weather, I think there might be a lot more uh, running and defense. And and, uh, and um, like you said, Chicago has had a good defense this yeah. year. For and, some, like it's it's something that I don't really hear about, but you know, they put they don't they shut people down. 
and Houston and Arizona are two good secondaries and two kind of suspect uh, run games. I mean, we know Adrian Peterson can blow up now. I mean, mm-hmm. if you give him 30 touches like you're supposed to. <laughs> but we also know that he can have 17 yards on 30 touches. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Houston's run D isn't that great, but I don't see like that turning into – I mean, Fitz is going to be so we're gonna more. We're leaning towards starting uh, Larry Fitzgerald. you got to start the Fitz dog because – because he's uh, kind of matchup proof and QB proof, and he resigned this week for next year. After no. talking about wow. retiring last year and this year, he's resigned to play next year. Good lord, that's another old guy that's uh, still putting up numbers. The very last question of the day—it's very short and sweet, so we'll uh, get that answered really quickly, and then we'll get some more lineups. Is Jason Witten a legit starting tight end? Thank you for the question, Scott. I appreciate it. And I'm going to let Polly take this. Uh, great questions, short and sweet. <laughs> um, the short answer is 100%, especially now with Zeke out for the um, uh, next six games. I mean, I think he comes back at the cha- uh, fantasy uh, championship game if it's week 16 for you. Um, so Witten is going to be uh, uh, relied on heavily. Um, they have a, um, a weird situation going on there now without their left tackle and their running game can't get going. Um, he's going to be a great safety valve. Um, but the longer answer would be it depends on who else is out there. There's definitely people that I would start over him. Um, but um, but if he's your option that you have on your team and you're wanting to start him today, yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't fade him this week. He has a fantastic uh, opportunity to blow up. That'll be a blow up game. Like I said, their running can't, game can't get going right now. He's got a good matchup. Um, Absolutely. Jason, I, Jason Witten is the man. Right I now. agree. And I also have a feeling like with all of these older guys that we're seeing in the league right now, there's going to be a year coming up soon where we're going to all be just discombobulated because these guys are either going to be out of the league or they're not going to be worth anything. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those seasons where you're like, I don't even know if I like, should I start Larry Fitzgerald? Because yeah. like, you know, I don't know how he's doing health wise yeah. or, you know, just like, you know, the guys like Jason Witten, Jason Witten's a dinosaur. I mean, he's been in the league for a long, long time. <laughs> he is, he and is. he's somebody who has not ever changed his style. He always has the like forearm sleeves right, and right. the gloves. Like he's had that. It's same like Gronk. Style. It's because that arm is not attached like <laughs> to the body. I talk about I'm that telling last you, week. Gronk is the bionic um, man. He's been that's, that's broken and put back together a yeah. lot. <laughs> that's a great point. And we talked about that earlier, you know, the youth movement. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, there's guys we're looking at here that are going to replace these older guys. Yeah. And, you know, Evan Ingram and Cameron Bray. I'm just looking. And, I'm, I'm hoping know, that I can pay attention enough to figure out who those guys are in the future because that's and, what we're here for juice <laughs> we'll take care of that for you we're gonna we get way too geeked out no, on this i love shit. it um, we wake up at four o'clock in the morning if we have an idea to text each other <laughs> and get an answer within two minutes exactly. yeah i was just thinking that thank you guys for sending in your questions we need to keep doing that so i'll keep bothering everybody out there on social media and um, friends and family so keep sending those in i hope we got those answers in fast enough for you you know we we got into 20 minutes so i am hoping to have this posted at around uh, 10 o'clock so hopefully you guys got those in um going from there we're going to go and we're going to wrap up with a few of uh the lineups that Polly has and then also um some um season long stuff okay um and i'll just uh talk about my video real quick you usually do it at the end but yeah. we'll just get that out of the way um so look for me on youtube 
Polly Sleepers. Uh, type in the search bar, Polly Sleepers. Click on the big uh, P next to my ugly mug. And um, <laughs> It's kind of cute. Come on. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, give me a subscribe. Uh, hit the bell if you want to get the notifications. That's important. Uh, actually, after our show, I'm going to do a quick notification because Sterling Shepard looks like he's going to be out this week. And that's, uh, that's that big, big. Uh, Chiefs game. So that increases Evan Ingram's value and I think Kareem Hunt's value as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a quick video because he's out due to an illness yeah. so he's sick that's um, weird <laughs> so um and uh can't call in sick on a on an nfl sunday i Come know on. but it might be really bad who knows <laughs> i mean if the guy's got freaking ebola or something i'm gonna i'm gonna feel bad um but um yeah season-long advice um is um just basic strategy when you want to drop a guy um uh, put in multiple acquisitions on the same player dropped because it'll cycle through that. If that you still want that to be your priority, yeah. Like uh, like if the guy that trades for Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I wouldn't drop a Isaiah Crowell if you have no other running backs. But yeah. God, in in a non PPR league, I would definitely consider it. Yeah. I told Josh to drop him a few weeks ago, and he hasn't looked back. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially in situations like that, um, you know, drop Crowell for. Um, you know, Latavius Murray and then drop Coel for, um, you know, George guy that backs up Carlos Hyde if you think yeah. he's going to get hurt or whoever you want and just do multiple ones of those. That way you'll get somebody. Yeah. Some guys just go, oh, I didn't get whoever. And then you still have Crowell. I mean, you could put in seven. That's a very strong. One guy. That's a very strong uh, rookie mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Troy Frank in the uh, St. Elmo League that I'm still in uh, taught mm-hmm. me that one. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Also look to see who got dropped in uh, in uh, the League of Re- Record Jeff's League this week. Uh, um, Dan dropped Tevin Coleman. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because Dan's a Falcons fan. Yeah. And Devontae Freeman's probably out this week with a concussion. So mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman became a huge the starter. And the guy who has defunct Devontae Freeman um, um, almost got him on the waiver wire. Yeah. And, and that would have just been – so always look to see who got dropped. Because mm-hmm. also, I mean, if you have limits, you can pick them up for free. Yeah. Um, in your flex, never have Thursday players, and I see this mistake all the time because the other guys you could switch out later. Yeah. But if you put Juju Smith-Schuster in your flex, yeah. And then later on, go, oh god, he only had seven points this week. I need to do something. Guess what? You, I mean, he's already locked in. Yeah. So get the flex Thursday players out of the flex. Yeah, I, I, that's a, something I wanted to dig into real quick, just because you mentioned the Thursday thing. With Thursday, I always have a really hard time playing players on that day. You should. But, but then it's also one of those things that. <laughs> goes back to the Richard Sherman getting hurt. People are like, oh, they're playing on Thursday. He wouldn't have got hurt. Like, is he right. not going to get hurt on a Sunday? They I mean, it's time a, to practice. I mean, I understand that, but like, that's an injury. Like, it's it's going to happen on Sunday, but and it's the same. It's likely. I mean, actually, Richard Sherman's talked about that. And, and it, I mean, and they like he is against playing on Thursdays, but like once again, I'm like, what difference is it going to make if you're playing on Thursday or Sunday? And then the same with the um, actual like fantasy. Like, there's been a lot of players that have fucking blown up on Thursday. There's been better Thursday games this year. Yeah. I, I look to fade Thursday when I can, and you could see when it's going to be an ugly division oh, yeah. matchup. They've gotten away from the division matchups, and when it's non-division, they've been really good. When they're division, they tend to be stinkers. They definitely need to step their game up, kind of like with Monday Night Football. Like, if they're going to have the matchups on Thursday. 
make it a more important matchup. Well, and, I think they'll see. I mean, they got a spike for Thursday this year because yeah. there's been like three or four huge games. And the games have been um, But gone still, well. the home running backs are always good on yep. Thursday. And home defense, because, you know, the traveling team, you know, isn't rested yep. and it's traveling and all that. Um, there's still definitely, you know, players you could play. And, the, and this Thursday, I mean, Delaney Walker was great. Antonio Brown, ugh. That was, sick, I mean, nasty. I have him on my team and that just blew up for me. Ooh. He had almost 40 points in my half point PPR league. Um, a couple of the other just basic strategy was know your settings and know your scoring. Yep. Um, that'll help you decide what to pick. And, um, you know, if you see the defenses are just scoring a ton, you know, mm-hmm. look. And, I mean, if they're getting two points per sack and stuff like that, then that might tell you, well, man, I need to spend more time getting yeah. a better defense. And figuring out who what teams get right. more sacks, right? And then yours that you brought up when I when I told you that my this was my thought this week, you, you talked about patience with players, and that's yeah. fantastic. So I wanted to go with that and talk about that for a minute because – you know, in the beginning of the year, I used to be real. I mean, I don't have the patience, and and yeah. I used to be really bad about that. And there's nothing worse than dropping a guy, and later on, he's going off for somebody, and that yeah. guy's playing you. Yeah. You're like, oh, I drafted that guy. Give guys a chance in new systems, new offensive coordinators, mm-hmm. new quarterbacks. Give it time to get together. If you like a guy just because he craps for three weeks, um, there's still reasons why you like that guy. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I mean, Antonio Brown had three bad weeks yeah. before this just happened, and I'm- so anyone could disappear. For a few weeks, yeah, I'm so. fairly, I'm fairly positive that I had Cam Newton, and he started off like really rough in three games. I dropped him. He totally did. Yeah, <laughs> he totally did. Absolutely. So that was a season long advice. Um, Paulie sleepers this week. The players that are cheap on uh, DraftKings that I like. Um, uh, also, uh, we'll say J- uh, Jackson's first. He likes uh, Jeremy Macklin. Now this isn't a weather game. But um, he has a real juicy matchup against Green Bay, and um, it just boils down to um, the couple times this year when Jackson has been on Jeremy Macklin, he has gone off. So um, I don't ask questions when he says Jeremy (laughs) Macklin. He's $4,500. Bruce Ellington for uh, Houston this week uh, with Will Fuller out. He's going to get a lot more looks. Coach said he's going to get more looks. And the last two weeks, he's gotten nine and eight targets with Will Fuller in the game. Oh, wow. So you like guys that are getting upwards to 10 targets, and he's got double-digit target potential. And Fuller's out this week, right? Yeah, Fuller's out this week. So he'll be the number two option behind Nuke, and Nuke draws Patrick Peterson. Mm -hmm. And Patrick Peterson is still shutting people down and is still in the top five. But you'd be surprised to to hear that the uh, Cardinals are still 26th against the pass. That's crazy. So that means those other guys are giving up a ton. A lot, yeah. Second cornerback sucks. Mm-hmm. Bruce Ellington is minimum price this week at three thousand. Yeah, uh, lock him in. Um, Rex Burkhead is thirty six hundred this week in a big game in Mexico City. Um, there's clarity in the Patriots backfield, maybe <laughs> just a ton, just a tad, not a ton. Um, James White is only uh, catching passes now, and Dion Lewis is only running the ball now. Yeah, and uh, Rex is doing both until. They decided to change it up this they week. They could. This is this is this is going out on a limb here, uh, but it's not that too far of a limb because he's thirty six hundred. Yeah, those other guys are forty five and forty seven. Okay. So if I told you you could get someone who's had a thirteen percent to twenty six percent to fifty eight percent usage spike on the field the last three weeks consecutively, and he was the cheapest of the three, do you mm-hmm. like him more yeah, now? And they're liking okay, him a lot. So plug him in too. Jamison Crowder forty three hundred in that big. Uh, uh, Redskins game at the Saints. Now, uh, Mark. 
Mark, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, who we've talked about, is a shutdown corner, but he's probably going to be seeing a lot of Josh Doxson. Yep. And uh, Crowder plays out of the slot, and Lattimore plays in the slot like 5% of the okay. time. Wow. So I think Vernon Davis and uh, Jameson Crowder are going to feast this week. Uh, Cousins can throw the ball really good in tough matchups. Yep. Um, and he's 4,300. He's had 12 targets and 11 targets the last two weeks. And DraftKings has completely missed the boat on some of this pricing. Um, <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like that? <laughs> exactly. And then the last one is Cooper, uh, two guys in a cup, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup. Um, so um, did we get to the question? The other part of that question earlier was the guy who he was playing, uh, was it Goff or, uh, or uh, Rivers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the one. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I think we forgot to play that one. But if you're still listening, the guy's question was, do I play golf or rivers this week? And uh, the guy I'm playing had Ben. Yeah. And the guy who I'm playing, he also has uh, two of the three targets for golf. Yeah. I didn't get to which two oh, of yeah. those were, but he's going to be battling him for targets. So I would never say rivers, but the Buffalo's D has been bad and rivers is at home. Um, so I would say in this case, because you've got to beat Ben, I would say play Philip Rivers. Oh, yeah. So we got off track there. There's just I apologize. I, I apologize that I don't. I don't think we played that one. No, that's okay. No, we didn't. So sorry, sorry no, about that, Dwayne. That's okay. I <laughs> actually have a good memory uh, yeah. on Sunday morning. Um, so um, those are the sleepers, and then these are the rest of the lineups, guys. We're gonna go King Goffrey with uh, Rex Burkhead, uh, uh, Kareem Hunt, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, um, Evan Ingram, Vernon Davis, and the Jags D. Uh, Derek Carr send in the car. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Chris Thompson, Brandon Cooks, uh, Amari Cooper, Jeremy Macklin, Jared Cook, Jamison Crowder, and the Jags D. Tom Brady, Evan, uh, Mark Ingram, Chris Thompson, Jeremy Macklin, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Tyler Croft, the Tomb Raider, uh, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, and the Chargers D. Uh, let's do one more gar, uh, car with uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, Chris Thompson, uh, uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, Amari Cooper, Bruce Ellington, Rob Gronkowski, Jared Cook, and the Chargers D. And then I got to do one with Smith, uh, Alex Smith with Rex Burkhead, Chris Thompson, Amari Cooper, AJ Green, Tyreek Hill, Evan Ingram, Emmanuel Sanders, and the Chargers D. Awesome. Thank you for giving us those lineups. Hopefully you stuck around and uh, used those to your advantage. I appreciate you guys listening. Once again, check them out on Polly Sleepers on YouTube and Facebook and all those uh, places like that. And then you can also find this show on Twitter at Juice in the AM, on Instagram at Juice in the AM. And uh, I hope you guys have a great Sunday, win some money, and enjoy some football. Thanks, guys. And thanks for being on, Polly. Oh, thanks, Justin. Good morning.